Is death the secret of life? I don't know. I've been processing the events of the past couple of weeks and reflecting on what means a lot to me and what doesn't. What I need to pay attention to and what I need to shift my attention from. The past couple of weeks reminded me of a time in my life that I'd like to share with you when I fixated my attention onto something and my life went on pause. When I was 16 years old, I heard about a girl my age who got run over by a car and was killed. Her story shook me up because it hit home. I felt the trauma of her loss because I had suicidal thoughts at that age due to a miserable childhood. My thoughts I realized way later were not because I wanted to die. It was the influence around me. Kurt Cobain shot himself years before that and it was really a big deal. And I enjoyed the whole drama and attention that escalated around it and I got attached to it. Also, a part of me wanted my father to grieve because he was terrible at being a dad and I wanted him to pay for it. But the news about the girl's death traumatized me and it took me a good year to feel safe again. But by the time I felt okay, a student who had graduated the previous year got run over by a truck while he was riding his bike in the US. The news shook me up. A few months later, I graduated from high school, but I was an emotional wreck. The thoughts I didn't want to die were consuming me day and night. I became obsessive and didn't know how to shift my thoughts from it. A year after I graduated, I was working as a waitress. I was lost, but I was feeling alive again. After a short summer fling where roses were red and violets were blue, But then I heard that a student from my grade got killed in a car crash. He was parked at a traffic light and another car speeding crashed into his. He was in a coma for a few days. His name was Richard and he sadly passed away. I was devastated for him and his family. And because the concept of death scared me and I resisted it being a part of life. I finally made peace with death about a year or two later. Believe it or not, I had a dream about the very same girl who had passed away. The dream felt real and I can still see her face today. We were at a bar and she walked towards me and took my hand as if to read my palm and told me not to be afraid of death because Richard means life. I woke up at the Adan and my anxiety and fear and obsessive thoughts decreased over time after that dream. That was 20 years ago. Today, I definitely appreciate my life. In fact, I refuse to inflict pain on myself, not even tweeze my own eyebrows if somebody else won't do it for me. So what's the point of all this? Well, for starters, I know the importance of what Joe Dispenza famously says, where you place your attention is where you place your energy. But it got me thinking. The majority of us underestimate life. We speed in our cars at 140 kilometers per hour, not thinking of the risk. We cross roads so confident that drivers and cars will be afraid to hit us instead of the, way, the other way around. We text and drive without considering the risk we put our lives and others in because we forget that it literally takes one second, a blink of an eye, for life to turn upside down and for things to change 180 degrees. We think we are larger than life when we are on a high. And that to me is the most dangerous time in our life because that's when we are most fragile.
We don't know when our time is up, but that doesn't mean we need to willingly risk ourselves. The first time I saw death up close and personal was with my estranged father, who I haven't spoken or seen for over two decades. The entire day was a blur, but there are two things I know about that day. The first thing is, when someone is in a coma, they do feel your presence. My father's breath would change whenever I would enter the room or speak. He was in a coma, but he felt me. And in spite of the fact that I had no connection to him for decades, I felt him. His death made me realize how much every girl needs her father. But that's a story for another episode. The second thing is, we are immortal souls in a mortal body. And I wish I knew more about what happens to our soul once our body stops serving it. But I'm open to believing in possibilities because no one died and came back and told us what happens next. And then Wolf died. Then Wolf died a few weeks ago. And the sadness I feel in my heart is deep. But I'm not afraid of death. And I can't say I welcome it either. But I do resist it. Sorry, I don't resist it. We all have different beliefs about death. And I don't think anyone is right or anyone is wrong. Because no one knows what comes next. Maybe hell is what Netflix's show Lucifer describes it to be. A mirror of our own guilt. I could believe that because I already believe that life is a mirror. And maybe there is reincarnation and we do come back, but I do wonder as a product of what? A toilet brush, as Chandler Bing joked about in Friends, if we are carrying somebody else's karma? Or do we have the option to choose not to come back? Death is a sensitive topic. For the longest time, I saw it as a trauma. And the examples I gave now that really shook me were all crash with car related. But stories such as Saya Hijazi, who killed herself because her country tortured and rejected her for being herself, is a reminder that trauma lives within all of us, or the healthiest people of all ages who sleep and don't wake up. We are fragile beyond words. Death could be the end of us, but it's the beginning of suffering for someone else, somebody close to us those who will mourn us. And I think that's where we get stuck in sadness and fear. The more I make peace with myself, the more I find myself sensitive to information and energy around me. And this has helped me to see things more objectively and accept that my emotions and opinions do fluctuate. I mean, we as humans are afraid of leaving a job we absolutely hate for an opportunity that is new and promising because it's unfamiliar. So what do we expect from something as unknown as the afterlife that requires our physical body that we know and live in to be buried underground? If I sit and think about it and that only, I'll shit bricks and I bet you would too. So what are my thoughts and what is the angle here? Well, whatever you want it to be. But whoever said don't take life too seriously because you don't get out of life was definitely onto something. Thank you for listening in. And thank you for giving me your time. And take care until next time.